Top of the morning to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Bitcoin Ben Show in podcast version. My name is Joran. I'll be the intro man, the editor, and the man responsible for bringing the Bitcoin Ben Show to the audios. I'm going to keep this one short today, unlike the last five intros that I did, where I rambled on about everything happening in my life, the world, and in Bitcoin Ben's life. So we got a couple of really cool things coming down the pipe. And uh, one of those is the Fountain app, which I've been talking about um, quite a bit on here. We're doing the Boostergrams. We're going to be doing the Fountain Friend of the Week. So if you have a comment, a question, an ad for your business, all you have to do is send in a Boostergram using your Lightning Wallet on Fountain. And every one of those Boostergrams will be read on this intro going forward. And one per week will be read live on Bitcoin Ben Show every Friday. Uh, in front of tens of thousands of people. So like I said last time, it could be the best investment of your entire life. 30 cents or three cents, whatever it was, to get in front of tens of thousands of eyes and ears. So consider that if you haven't yet. If you have any questions, you can send me an email. Personally, I can walk you through it. You can send an email to 88sats, 88SATS, at proton.me, and I can walk you through the entire process. It's very easy. And you can also find me on Discord too. A few people have reached out to me on Discord and that works perfectly fine as well. But like I said, I've been chatting back and forth with Ben, with Bamboo, with Todd. We got some really exciting things coming down the line and we'll be sure to keep you posted with everything. We're gonna be on Noster, we're gonna be on Fountain and we're looking into a new video platform as well, which is I think gonna be a really cool um, addition to Ben's show and the community here. And I'm also going to be doing a a quick intro before every podcast, hopefully going into the future, talking about the price of Bitcoin, talking about where we're at on the blocks, talking about how many sats $1 will get you. All of the relevant stuff, I think that people will get some benefit from, some value from listening to it. So that's kind of going to be the plan going into the future. Um, But we had two shows today. They're both going to be uploaded with this intro. Ben took off to, I want to say Michigan, Idaho, I don't know, one of those states. He's playing some golf actually tomorrow, believe it or not. I sent him a head cover and a hat, but I don't know if it arrived in Florida on time. But anyways, I'm sure he'll have some great content, some great stories to tell from the weekend. But here is the two episodes. I don't know if he's doing one Friday, but I'm going to use this intro for all the episodes this week. He didn't have a show on Wednesday or Thursday, and we're not sure quite yet about Friday. So I doubt it. If he's golfing, he'll be into the beers probably bright and early tomorrow, or at least some Baileys and coffee. We'll be sure to keep you posted here, though. As we go into these next couple weeks with the new things that we're rolling out, I'll be adding some links into the description here on Fountain and Spotify. So without further ado, here is the man himself, the Bitcoin Ben. Eyes. <sighs> Me and my droopy eyes syndrome. And we are live. Welcome to the show, folks. It's your favorite truck driver, ex-truck driver in the whole wide world. It's Bitcoin Ben here at the club in Sarasota. And we have my business partner and my... Almost my... My great great grandfather that I look up to because he's been around for so long. 
I mean, you know he babysitted Jesus, right? <laughs> Patrick, how you doing, brother? All right, all right, how are you? Oh, but the at at any point in your 180 years on this planet, have you seen the level of corruption just out there in the open? Uh, only in the city of Chicago. <laughs> Which continued, although I did hear they charged, uh, God, what's that guy up there who, like, run Chicago? Oh, Manigan? Yeah. He was charged some time ago. I will have to say, though, as as a baby, I had, when I sat on my grandfather's knee, I heard stories of Tammany Hall in New York City, which was pretty bad, too. But I, I never witnessed that. Yeah, and, and really, I mean, uh, Tammany Hall was like the education ground for people that eventually went to Chicago. <laughs> It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, everything's fake. Everything's a lie. Our currency, fake. Our, uh, our government integrity, non-existent. Our, uh, our friggin' banking system, fake. Our, Everything's fake. And people wonder why our society is, why we have women pretending to be men and men pretending to be women, because there's nothing real anymore. And I don't know how you fix that. I, if, all right, let's say you had a magic wand, Patrick, and you c c could just whoosh. I, how, how do you fix it? How, and I'm not giving you a timeline, like you have a year to fix it. How do you fix it? Well... This comes from on high. I mean, it starts at the president. He enables this crap. Um, Garland Merrick never should have gotten in as the head of the DOJ. I agree. Uh, and and I, I think there's a lot of things that came from there, but Comey preceded Merrick in his presence within that structure. And Comey was just... Uh, Comey was also an enabler in terms of corruption and politicalization um, within the FBI. It existed before that, not to this degree. And if you want to go back and point at anybody who was responsible for this, I think you have to go to the 44th president, and that is Barack Obama. Um, 
significantly divisive in terms of politics, uh, the racial tension that he created in this country, um, his unwillingness to make the United States number one, um, and an apologist for what's taken place in the past. Uh, that set the stage for, I think, wholesale degradation of um, the bureaucracy within the federal government. And if you're falling apart, it's pretty easy for corruption to step in and undermine what was there. Um, not that it's always been pristine, but I think the FBI um, has been pretty good and the, and the attorney general at weeding out people that were blatant. Now, on the other hand, we also have, we have the House of Representatives and the Senate um, who aren't policing their own and allowing white collar crime to take place by insider trading. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's, if, if you're infected in one area or all areas, um, it's, it, it becomes pervasive. And yeah, I, I, yeah so <clears throat> I, I see it as more of an agenda than that. I think that that the globalist, along with their allies in China, we have been infiltrated. It's, it's for the last, definitely since JFK, you know, the last 50 years, we have been infiltrated through our government because what not saying that Nixon was right, but what 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 Watergate was was the equivalent of Hillary Clinton's server because what was on Hillary Clinton's server was what was in the Watergate offices. It, it had all of the corruption, all of the, you know, I mean, and Hillary Clinton goes all the way back to Watergate. That's what a lot of people don't realize is Hillary Clinton was um, was was actually partnered with Sal Alinsky, who was working with the Democrat Party and the unions. And that's what was leading into Watergate. That's what Nixon was trying to get his hands on, was all, all of the communist infiltration into the Democrat Party. 
and expose it. Well, you fast forward, Hillary Clinton was actually fired from the the Watergate investigation because she was too inside. And I mean, this has been a plan. This has been a slow, progressive plan to infiltrate our government. The response, because if you look at JFK, uh, hell, if you look at Goldwater, you know, I mean, Goldwater is who who flipped Reagan from a Democrat to a Republican. And then you had Reagan elected. And, and I mean, Reagan learned real quick. Oh, no. No, no, no. You ain't going to mess with our system. Here's a little bit of lead to let you and the wife know we're serious. <clears throat> and as soon as he was shot, I mean, Nancy told him, okay, you ain't doing this shit. And I mean, Nancy, as much as Reagan was his own man, he he listened to Nancy. And she basically told him, look, you need to pick your battles. And going after the CIA in the bushes, you need to pick another battle. (laughs) (laughs) So I think Reagan with, uh, uh, God, what was his name? Rimsfeld or? Rumsfeld. 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 Reagan and Rumsfeld, they're who actually, I think them along with the, the John Birch Society, uh, uh, <clears throat> I think they actually came up with this plan that's being executed right now. I think that's why they went in to the Federal Reserve and the Treasury and they jacked up the rates knowing that that's that that would be a clock basically every three to six years that they slowly lower the interest rates and eventually have to hit zero. They knew it would happen. So they basically gave themselves all right, we have from 83 or whenever they did that, 
83 until about 2005, 2008. And they set it all up where, because they knew the plan. So they brought in their own plan. They knew they had Reagan for eight years. He was way too popular. And Trump is Reagan times a hundred because Reagan Reagan wasn't allowed to be aggressive enough. Plus, towards the end of his presidency, he had health issues, which I think were maybe maybe not of natural occurrence. I have no proof of that, but, you know, did Alzheimer's was was uh, not as well known, you know, back then. A lot of it was actually called like dementia and and all real general terms. But I think this is a deep seated long-running, progressive plan to destroy America. And Hillary Clinton, since college, since her days in um, with Saul Alinsky, which actually being from Chicago, you know all about you know, Saul Alinsky, that son of a bitch. You know, and his goal was to bring down America, bring down capitalism. And if this was their goal, their goal, and now they thought they knew they had Hillary in pocket. So when she wasn't elected and Trump won, that's why she didn't come out on election night. That's why she said with a hot mic a little bit too close. Or no, um, it was on the Jim, the Jimmy Fallon show right after the show because Jimmy Fallon was making jokes about Trump winning. And as the show like went off air, she went back in the back and she was cussing Jimmy Fallon out. If he wins, you know we all hang, right? And this was... She was into her second bottle of white wine at that point. Oh, I guarantee it. Her, she, is, she is a rotten-souled individual. Her soul is rotten to the core. And I mean, we, we now 
have all this evidence of corruption and and lying and cheating and and all this and and the problem is the government and the intelligence agencies are the ones doing it did you see that march the uh, the other day by the patriots my god they couldn't have been more fbi i mean <laughs> I'm, that's not that is not how group think about this say you are a patriot group right say you're say you're the tea party did the tea party have uniforms did the Tea Party have matching flags? Did the Tea Party have a guy with a fucking drum? The, Joe Rogan said it best. He, he watched the whole video and he's, he's, he's like, they're either the most organized mob of patriots or their FBI. It's, it's common sense tells you that that was an, an FBI CIA operate. Then at the end of it, did you see how they went down the stairs and then the police blocked it off so no one could follow them? We're going to the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, time to change uniforms. That's right. You got to get out of these khakis and khakis and sensible shoes. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got to put the FBI badge back on. It's the government has lost so much credibility that that now it's just a joke. Did you see the poll that now, I think it's 61% of Democrats believe that the 2020 election was rigged? Are you serious? Who Swear to God. That? Who ran that? Uh, uh, it was on X-22 episode last night that now overall <laughs> Republicans, Democrats and independents 64 or 68% believe the 2020 election was rigged. Well, if you thought that was rigged, wait till the next one. 
Oh, yeah. And like I was saying on the show yesterday, now you have a Kennedy running as a Democrat. I have watched CNN, CNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS. None of them have mentioned his name. Yeah. They call him Joe Biden's opposition in the party. Right, right. Um, Fox did a poll. Well, it was a street poll. And they were talking to people who were Democrats about Kennedy, and and none of them uh, identified him as being viable. Um, they were saying, "Oh, he isn't." He was his issue. Their issue with him is the fact that he's an anti-vaxer. Well, of course you'd say that because every damn god vaxed. Well, plus I question who they're asking it's it's oh they're throwing through democrats these are these are biden folks there's no question. oh these are plants these are you agree with us are you stupid yes come here we got a microphone you know it's it's the american people and the read, I think myself, I think that, I think that Kennedy's running to trap Joe Biden. Well, they they have to keep with Joe Biden because number one, you put Joe Biden in a debate against RFK and RFK destroys Joe Biden. Oh, they already said there's no debate. Yeah. Yeah. So now the Democrats have no choice except Joe Biden. They have to run him again. But also, they're going to have to have another COVID something. They cannot put Joe Biden in a debate against Trump. Oh, my God. Did you see how Trump literally slapped the shit out of that gal on CNN? Oh, yeah. Caitlin, whatever. Yeah. I was literally waiting for someone to call up the uh, the the woman's abuse hotline, and to be like, "Somebody get over there! This woman's getting killed." Because yeah. all she kept saying was, "The election wasn't stolen." Richard President, you can't say he's pulling out evidence. He's 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 giving examples. He's like, lady, it's on government cameras. Oh, that that was debunked. No. Oh, well, there you go. You yeah. got me. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> throw out the magic. Throw out the magic phrase, and and uh, yeah, you're vindicated. No. Yeah, it's and that was that that uh, town hall. CNN thought they had had him for an hour just to beat the hell out of him. But <clears throat> Trump's bringing truth. Trump's bringing evidence. Trump's, and when, when he started talking about the election and she's like, there's been no court that has proven. And he said, he goes, because none of the judges will let the evidence in. And she just skips right over that. Right. You know, oh, that don't matter. Yeah, we got corrupt judges. That's okay. That's part of the system. Right. It, it, uh, I don't, I, and when we, I, everyone, there's a link under the show. Patrick and I are going to go over to the Calix Solutions YouTube channel for the rest of, we'll be there for about a half hour, 45 minutes. And we're going to talk about crypto safety, security, and what's going on in cryptos right now. I just had to rant because... The level of corruption, we are, we are, we are a friggin' banana republic. And it's out in the open now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you hopeful for the next election or what your thoughts are? What advice would you give Trump moving towards this next election? Oh, that's a good question. Um, uh, if, if we can, I mean, we were told, this was my hope, we were told that the U.S. Postal Service had created and trademarked a voting system that utilized blockchain. Um, why hasn't then been in, uh, implemented? Why... I mean, there would be no question about the outcome of, of a race at that point. So why are we relying on this Dominion BS um, and other, you know, mail-in stuff? If it's on the blockchain, I don't care if you mail it in. Not, yeah. Not, not that you'd have to, but um, the, the Dominion system has executable files within the construct of the system. There's no reason. If you're collecting data, you shouldn't have executable files within the construct. That was the same thing that Diebold had. Yeah. Diebold was the original originator of the electric voting system, and they were bought by Dominion. Um, yep. That allows them to go in and make changes. Yep. And as we learned, and as I talked about, 
the loophole they're using, what they're saying is these machines cannot connect to Wi-Fi. Yeah, because they're not sending the data out through Wi-Fi. They're using the power cord, like I've explained. Right, right. And that's what Code Monkey was talking about, how he showed that the hardware through the power cord was sending the information out over the power cord. That's why we we have our Liberty laptops and we will be coming out with other hardware, which by the way, I'm working on Patrick down here. Uh, I, I hooked up with a local electrical engineer on that. Good. 930. Yep. All right. Click the link under here. We're going to jump over. Uh, we'll be there at about 1045. Eastern, uh, Eastern time. Eastern time over at the Calix YouTube channel. There's a link under here, or just look us up on YouTube, Calix Solutions. Love you guys. See you in a few minutes.